Hey friends, it's Sarah and Zach here with a special announcement. A live show happening soon? That's right, folks. You heard it here first. Come on out June 19th. We're doing a free live show at Empirical Brewing in Ravenswood. It's a special Father's Day themed episode with your favorite guest host, Dylan Danger Daniels. Check out the link in the description of this episode to RSVP and Secure Spot, as well as 15% off your bar tab. And most importantly, free your dad! All right, enough of the hoopla. Let's get into the episode. Drinking this album. Listen to the booze. I think it would pair well. If only for you. Because it's album approved. It's album approved. Hello, friends. Welcome it's back album to Album Rebrews, the stickiest music podcast. If you like your coffee hot, I'll be your coffee pot. My name is Sarah. <laughs> I have a pair of interstellar gator skin boots. My name is Zach. <laughs> Wait, no, really? Yeah. <laughs> and a little finger, and I ride it endlessly. <laughs> See it now on our OnlyFans. <laughs> I'm that little lady sitting on the passenger side. Hi, my name is Cassie. Yeah. <laughs> We all had lyric intros. That was nice. We really planned that. Yeah. yeah. That was really good. Um, if you were also on the internet in 2013, specifically on Tumblr, you would know that today we are talking about none other than the Arctic Monkeys International Breakout Hit Studio Album AM. And we have a very special guest with us. Um, Cassie, tell the people a little bit about yourself. Well, um, I too was on Tumblr in 2013. <laughs> um, this album means a lot to me. I'm super excited to like unravel everything. Um, yeah. Let's get into it. So you guys went to high school together in Milwaukee, right? We went to middle, middle school, school together. Yeah. 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 Right. We're two years apart. Yeah. Um, I'm Lindsay's, which is Sarah's sister's best friend. T. Oh. So yeah. that's how I know Sarah's okay. through Lindsay. Cassie, oh, when yeah. you were on Tumblr, were you reblogging the Arctic Monkeys? Bitch. <laughs> <laughs> Absolutely. Like, I think it's worth noting that there were a lot of different sides of Tumblr, oh, yeah. quote unquote, during that era of the internet. Can you explain it to someone who was not on Tumblr in 2013, who is also in this room? Yeah, for sure. So, uh-huh. Roscoe, on uh-huh. Tumblr in 2013, <laughs> um, there were kind of a lot of really popular things happening, it, some of which are kind of being revived it, right now. It was like a precursor to Twitter, right? But it was like GIFs and memes and... Sort of. It you more could re-blog so, an image you liked, right? Yeah, it yeah. was a lot more like blog-focused, and I think a lot of the magic of Tumblr was, like, about building your personal, like, Tumblr page. Mm-hmm. Um, so if you were, like, Like me, a mood board, right? Kind of, yeah. Okay. That's what I used it for. I used it more for, like, a mood board. Okay. Yeah. Some people, like, used it more so for themselves, made it a mood board. Some people, like myself, took it kind of seriously. <laughs> <laughs> and, like, got into the back end and, like, copied clips of code, like, HTML oh. code to make the cursor when someone visited your Tumblr page have glitter trailing behind oh. it. 
or insert a pixelated gif of Patrick Stump floating in the corner you, of your page. You me. did that. <laughs> me, 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 me. Um, I was at a weird sort of intersection. I had like, I kind of took Tumblr seriously. I had, not to like brag, it's now been deleted. I'm not going to reveal. I was going to say, can we share, can I look at this? Does it exist still or not? There are probably traces of it on the internet and I kind of regret doing this, but I deactivated it mm, okay. from the Tumblr website. Mm-hmm. But I had a couple thousand followers. Nice. And I was in two BuzzFeed articles That's during right. my Tumblr career. <laughs> um, and I was at kind of the intersection of band nerd and comedy, like memery. So you did, in fact, well, question for both of you. You guys yeah. both did, in fact, interact with the Arctic Monkeys on said Tumblr. Oh, absolutely. absolutely. <laughs> yes, absolutely. Like, for me, it was, like, one of the main things, like, I searched. Oh. Yeah. Like, I was like, uh, yeah, like, I'm into the bands, like. Let me see all of it. Like Arctic Monkeys, the 1975. Classic. The XX. That was a whole thing. I love the XX a minute. It was like. Why were they all black and white? I think it was like because they were black and white. Yeah. Like. It was so clean. Because on Tumblr, like they mainly, like whenever I looked up like Arctic Monkey stuff, it was like all AM. Like they yeah. rarely talked about other, huh. of their albums. And. I mean, like, it makes sense because, like, it came out, like, during those years. Mm-hmm. But I think it was, like, the vibe. It was, like, ah, these are black and white and, mm-hmm. like, I'm cool, you know, mysterious. Yeah. And that was, like, the whole vibe. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. I was reading their Wikipedia, and I didn't realize this. This made me feel really old. But they were one of the first bands to gain popularity with the internet. Like, one of the first mm. bands to do it for, like, 2016 to 2013, have the internet be the main driving force. And I was like, man, in 30 years, I can tell, like, my grandkids that. And they're going to be like, this old old piece of shit. I also read, though, that, like, for as much as, like, their popularity goes and, like, how popular they are on social media and stuff, they don't really do much, like, on social media. Like, they don't really, like, push it or anything. It's, like, all, like, the fans that, like, do it. it. Yeah. Their MySpace was like one of the bigger platforms for him and it was ran by fans exactly <laughs> yeah like, could yeah you, could you imagine being a fan and like doing that for a band for free <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> i think oh. this album is also kind of a crazy tie into that part of the internet and we'll tie into our drink pairing we'll talk about that in a yes, sec I'm feeling thirsty. but oh yeah, yeah we'll wet your whistle <laughs> i think the fact that like so many people latched on to purely the aesthetic of an album mm-hmm. is kind of an insane phenomenon. And this also happened with, like, the 1975 and the XX, The Neighborhood. Yeah. Like, yeah. bands like that in that kind of era, a, a lot of it was, like, purely aesthetic-driven. Like, so you could go to this show and take a picture of the stage with, like, the waveform logo, yep. put it on your blog, bitch, put it in a photo set yeah. with your little, like – converse really excellent branding a lot of bands of this era and yeah yeah so tell us about this fabulous cocktail we've concocted so cassie and i were kind of dreaming up together like we we had decided we wanted to lean into 2013 tumblr right so we're like what was iconic like what was rebloggable at the time (laughs) what would have done numbers and i don't think that the way we've sort of botched this vessel would do numbers um but we chose to take a boxed water 
um, Infinis for so if you just Google like boxed water tumbler, you'll see what I mean. Um, we've taken a boxed water because it is better, ripped open the top and poured Tito's into it, um, garnished with a little spiral of lemon. So this is a boxed water and Tito's garnished with lemon. And it looks awful. I'm so nervous right now. <laughs> it's water, we went, boxed water, we went, and Tito's. We went from last episode, the Prince of Wales, this, the fan, fancy. this fancy ass three liqueur, shaken not stirred, yeah. and it got to this box water with a lemon peel. Oh my god. I like didn't realize that people ordered vodka water at a bar, and if you order vodka water, this isn't shade. Like, live your dream but i was watching a vlog of a news reporter and she went to a bar with some of her friends and she ordered a tito's water and i was like bestie <laughs> like <laughs> really and then i watched another one because i was going down a rabbit hole and she ordered another tito's water i mean it's a healthy way to do it You're i guess yeah. Yeah. yeah it's like simple yeah like they gotta have tito's and water <laughs> like you'll always They're have it have yeah it. But they won't always have boxed water. No. And that means they're not better. That's right. No. That's absolutely right. And I watched, for the record, a three-minute video on how to curl the little lemon on top of it just to really really send it Make it it artisanal. Yeah. Oh, my Um, God. Shall we? Yeah. Cheers. 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 (laughs) I'm scared. I mean, yeah. That makes sense. I can't figure out how to drink it because of the cardboard on top. (laughs) The lemon is helping. The, yeah, the aroma of lemon. I agree. What does it taste like, Zach? It tastes tastes like when you leave an, an iced tea in, in the in the fast food cup in your car a little too long <laughs> and take a sip of it. Yeah. <laughs> it tastes yeah. like watered down vodka. Like absolutely. Yeah. <laughs> like it tastes like the tail end of like a drink you forgot about and you left it on your nightstand and Should went we to have bed. Done ice? Maybe. I think ice Ooh. would make it. The Tito's was in the freezer, but these have been sitting out for a yeah. sec. And the box water wasn't really refrigerated. Yeah. <laughs> like, I mean, like 10 hours ago. Yeah. <laughs> I yeah. think this and a glass with ice would be okay. Totally. I could, I could hang yeah. out with it. But I we have agree. to commit to the aesthetic. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> this, this is better for the environment than a bottle of water. So. Yeah. What yeah. else is better about this drink? <laughs> Wait. Oh, my God. If we post an image of this box with hashtag better planet... Boxed water will plant two trees. Holy Hell yeah. shit. We're posting We're so okay. many pictures. <laughs> I'm plugging the Instagram right now. Go follow us at Album Rebrews to see photos of our boxed water with Tito's and help us plant trees. Do you guys want to pause and make these drinks better? Yeah. <laughs> okay, we'll be right back. Drinking the soul. All right, we're back. Um, I just wanted to touch base with like arctic monkeys vibe right yeah like they have a very specific vibe to me that i think carries throughout all of their records even though they are very different um but especially with am specifically i feel like when i'm listening to it i feel like i'm like living out my dream of being like a mysterious lustful and rebellious woman Who's like intriguing, like everyone, you know, it's like, oh, we want, we want her. Yeah. You know, and like, I just love like that feeling, like listening to it, like alone. I'm just like, hell yeah. Like I'm that woman, you know? Yeah. There's very much like smoky bar at midnight, after show, after party, ripped fishnets and 
martinis with red lipstick stains. And smoking on the sidewalk outside. Yeah. And flicking a cigarette into a trash can and starting a fire. (laughs) (laughs) Just me? And that fire burning down an orphanage. No. Okay, wrong vibe. Sorry. And then Sean Kingston (laughs) singing about it. You're in Paris, but your cigarette's on a long stick. That's that's, that's better, right? That's a better vibe. Yeah, Yeah, they do that very well, going back to what we were talking about earlier about like the Tumblr vibe. Maybe that's why they did so good on Tumblr, because it was just such a color wall of of emotion. It was a perfect storm. Yes. Um, And that's why this album, I think, or that's a huge reason why, or part of why this album did so well. It got like crazy acclaim it ended up on a ton of like best of 2013 mm-hmm. yes lists it eventually ended up on a revised version of rolling stones top 500 albums oh. um ranked number 346 which like you're in there you yeah. know uh-huh. i will say i have two points i have two points the first point that i thought was really funny when this album was coming out when they were releasing singles was that the first three singles that were released were all questions. <laughs> so first we had Are You Mine? Uh-huh. And then we had Do I Want to Know? And then we had Why'd You Only Call Me When You're High? <laughs> so it's kind of like we're starting to get glimpses into this like dysfunctional romance. Yes. Um, also, this is random, but in 2013 when they were promoting the album, Arctic Monkeys was supposed to do a spot on Jimmy Kimmel. Oh. <laughs> and it ended up getting postponed and rescheduled because Kanye West was another guest on that episode and he talked too long. I heard about that. (laughs) I heard about that. That's so funny. (laughs) It's so Kanye of him. Yeah. He just monopolized the airtime. Yeah. Your Jimmy Kimmel debut gets cut short. This is like the first time you're getting traction in the States. What did Kanye have to say? Uh, Some shit. I don't know. Same shit he always says. Um, so yeah, they ended up performing a couple weeks later during like a special outdoor set for That Jimmy is a Kimmel. great story. It's a great little tidbit about yeah. this. I'll never forget that about this album. Yeah. <laughs> it's also weird to imagine Arctic Monkeys in the same like room as Kanye West. Yeah. Ooh, I did have one quick uh little tidbit about yeah. the album as a whole. I like this quote a lot from uh Alex Turner in an interview. Where he's talking about this album, uh, he's talking about like the hip hop influence on this album, which is mm. something I didn't really think about until I read this interview. Mm-hmm. Um, but there's a lot in there, and he says it's like a Dr. Dre beat, but we've given it an Ike Turner bowl cut and sent it galloping across the desert on a Stratocaster. Oh my god! <laughs> <laughs> and then I was, I, I didn't know who Ike Turner was. Did you guys? Do you guys know no, who Ike Turner? Absolutely is? not. I had to look it up. Um, it's not his relative or something. No, it's not. <laughs> uh, <laughs> He's a he's an African American gentleman who was very big. His wife was Tina Turner. Oh uh, shit! So he's a big producer, big industry person, uh, very important in that shift from blues to rock and roll to rock. To, yeah. Uh, but <laughs> I'll show you guys the picture. Maybe we'll tweet it. But his his bowl cut is really bad. Oh no! <laughs> no. So just imagining it riding across the desert on a t- on a Stratocaster. <laughs> oh, <laughs> Oh it's, it's definitely funny. giving like OG Beatles. Yeah. Yes. Yeah. Very funny. So um, a fun fact to kind of start it off um, with the first song, Do I Want to Know? Um, actually, seven years ago to the day, today, mm-hmm. I tweeted 
How many secrets can you keep? <laughs> that is <laughs> a fun day? fact. To the day. To the day. Shit. Isn't that wild? That's kind of poetic. Yeah, it is. Poetic. And now I'm telling all my secrets on a podcast. Oh my god! Not what really. other secrets? Not really. Not really. Just saying. Like, <laughs> I for whatever reason the the music video for this song sticks out to me in my memory of 2013 Tumblr and the amount of gifts that I reblogged yes. of like the the music video. If you haven't seen it, is like this really cool like line art. Uh, oh. black and white like contour there's like a sexy lady mm-hmm. and there's like walking on something and then it becomes like a musical scale and there's like the waveform and it's like all this shit and um it had a grip it had a grip on us yes, at the time absolutely i most definitely reblogged all of those yes gifts. <laughs> <laughs> and yeah it like matches the cover of am so i mm-hmm. think that was like what they were really going for yeah quintessential yeah i also thought something that always stuck out to me was the line simmer down and pucker up (laughs) i felt dirty when i was like 14 15 and i heard that line i was like i need to call my mom (laughs) i was like if anyone ever said that to me i'll simply melt literally yeah there's a lot of lines like that like throughout the entire album where i'm like say it again like Like, this is a sexy album yes and we had no business no (laughs) no me 13 14 absolutely not like no no. business no i guess Um, he is i never really thought about that because i was in high school and a boy when this came out right um and so like yeah he really is uh not pandering catering even Mm -hmm. uh to his female audience here oh yeah (laughs) Yeah. oh yeah and i looked it up just to make sure he is straight so damn it it he dates a lot of models yeah which is funny because he's only like five seven i'm pretty sure (laughs) i (laughs) (laughs) i was about to defend short men But I had a second thought, which was when I was reading through Alex Turner's Wikipedia page. Do you remember that he dated Arielle Vandenberg from Vine? No. Do you remember her? No. Who is that? <gasps> oh, am I too online? Um, look her up real quick. You'll recognize her face. Guys, he's five seven and a half. I'm only five eight. <laughs> so you can you can date I models. I could date models. You could date Alex Turner. I could date Alex Turner. Yeah. Oh. Give him a little smooch. Mwah. She's beautiful. She's in the Are You Mine music video. Hmm. I was getting it. I didn't watch the music video. I was getting into the Uh. lore. I didn't watch the videos. I only know like the iconic, like the line art. Yeah. Like I haven't seen any music videos. I really should tap into that. I never did when it was like at its peak in my life. And then I was doing a bunch of research today. I also watched... The Anthony Fantano review. Oh, how uh, was that? He shitted all over it. What? A lot of people didn't like he AM. I know. He didn't farted. <laughs> and he didn't. <laughs> and I was like, damn, this boy has his knickers in a twist. Doesn't he always, though? He really does. Anthony Fantano at the needle drop. We have beef because he said a bunch of like. A lot of people didn't like how commercial it was compared to their other stuff, right? Oh, is that, yeah. Is that what Anthony had to do with it? He kept saying, like, it's boring. I'm 
bored because it's slow and it's not as well, like. Well, have you listened to the latest Transylvania Hotel Casino? No, <laughs> no, I haven't. It is boring. Oh. Yeah. <laughs> have you listened to it, Cassie? I've listened to it a little bit, and it's a. I don't know. It's the only record of theirs that I like. Can't listen to all the way or maybe i do uh, just get a little bit bored like it's sad it's piano different. vibes it's really different mm. like oh. his vocals are different the vibes are very different mm-hmm. i don't know how many more times i can say different <laughs> <laughs> i feel like the redeeming quality of this album to anthony fantano's shade is i feel like this album sets a vibe i think it's less about being like because so many of their other records were like very like punk, like stoner punk, like a little more upbeat, a little more complicated, yeah. a little more. Um, I feel like this one, if you get yourself into the mindset that like you're like in a back alley behind a club and you hear this faintly from afar, that's the headspace. Yeah, I feel like also with their most recent release, it's like they're not the same people that created all these other albums like they they've they've grown Mm -hmm. they've been through so much more they've gone through that whole stage of like being a rock star and whatever (laughs) it's like they want to change their sound too and like that's totally cool but it's not going to appease everybody yeah yeah yeah, if if this album number five was just like another suck it and see, that would be more boring to me than a slow album, right? I guess <laughs> I kind of agree, but I love suck it. I mean, yes, yeah, so but, but, but if they just did it again, the exact same. Uh, yeah, yeah. Right. yeah. <laughs> yeah. I get, yeah, I get that. And also to Anthony Fantano's shade, he gave it a three. A three. A three. Uh, that's outrageous. A three. What does this man live? <laughs> I know, I want to fight him. <laughs> Granted, it was like eight years ago. I don't uh, care. He was such a pissy baby a about it. Maybe he was having just a bad day. Maybe he was having a bad day. But if this album wasn't what it was, I don't think it would have had the same success that it did. Let's talk about this real fast. This album is almost 10 years old, is That's it not? That's fucked Holy up. <laughs> <laughs> that is fucked up. That means I was on Tumblr almost 10 years ago. Yeah. yeah. Oh, my God. And listening, yeah. listening it too extensively this week, it, it's aged fine, I think. Yeah, I, I agree. Yes. I feel like if it isn't already, I'm not really on TikTok, but it's going to be all over TikTok. <laughs> <laughs> We're going to get it all over TikTok. Yeah, we'll post no. some TikToks on it. <laughs> no, it deserves better. <laughs> Damn, son. <laughs> 10 years. You know what that also means? I was such a young person when I listened to this. Me (laughs) too. What else does it mean, Cassie? That also means that me and Sarah have known each other a decade. That's fucked up. Yeah. Yeah. I like that, though. That's a better kind of fucked up. Yeah, that's cool. Will you tell one embarrassing story of Sarah from middle school, and then we'll get back to the next song? Take your pick. Um, shit. An embarrassing moment? Or Um, maybe, like, reminiscent. I I mean, this kind of relates to what we're talking about, but I remember like being in your basement and we, I think I brought like my laptop and you had your laptop and Lindsay had her laptop and we were on Tumblr (laughs) and Sarah was like re- revamping my page by showing me like how to like 
code it to be what I want. And I was like, what the fuck, Sarah? Like, how do you know how to do all of this? I do remember that. Like, that was so distinct. Like, that time period is amazing. It was very good on my, like, chunky Dell laptop. Yeah, and mine too. I also had a chunky-ass Dell Cassie and I have also been to a lot of concerts together. Oh, nice. That was kind of like a mainstay of the friendship was like waiting outside of venues for very long periods Were of you time. the girls that like waited after to try to meet the band? A hundred percent. Sometimes. Sometimes my mom would get mad at us yeah. if we came home too late. Oh. And I was the one responsible for driving. So I would be the one who got in trouble if I got us home late. Um, but sometimes we waited. Sometimes we were like the bitches who waited at Barricade to like get the set list or like the drumsticks <laughs> oh, after. Yeah. And yeah. now Cameron working in live venues will say like, oh, these bitches waited for the set list. And I was like, hey, hey I'm bitches. <laughs> I'm bitches too, Cameron. Yeah. Are you listening? Cameron's he is listening because he's going to be editing no, all no, of this. No, no, one, <laughs> no one waits around to talk to the audio engineer. Oh. <laughs> but, then, but we would do that. We're, we wait. We, wait we were around. homies. Yeah. Well, yeah. We would be waiting for the band, so we'd be like, I don't know, who's this guy? He probably knows them. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Top three concerts you guys saw together. Top three. Top three. I will say, for the record, listen, I'm not ashamed. I had a 21 Pilots phase. You know what? Me too. Yo, I like 21 Pilots. We had a we had like a phase. I've seen them three times. Three? Really? Yeah. Wow. One, one time Shit. Serve. Um, we saw them once in Milwaukee, Milwaukee. At, the oh, nice. at the rave. Yeah, that was at the rave. And it was the day before Halloween. It was. And we waited outside for, got like eight hours maybe. No, because we had school. Oh, we did have school. We raced at you after right. school. We waited a long time for Redacted Borns, uh, who's now canceled. Yeah. Maybe I just blacked that on my memory. I don't know. Yeah. <laughs> You're right. We, okay. So for 21 Pilots. We get out of school, fucking zoom to downtown Milwaukee to try and grab a spot in line. We like park in the Raves parking lot, run into line, and we still got a good spot. Oh, yeah. Um, Waited outside, made a couple friends in line, super chill. We made really good friends in line. I still follow some of them on Instagram. I still do, too. And (laughs) like sometimes like they like comment on my stuff and – I see all of their posts and I'm like, oh my God, like I still like would love to be friends with them. Like they're 100%. still such sweet people. Like there are some people that we met. I'm like, Ooh, I'm, I'm glad we didn't really connect. Oh, no. <laughs> but like, I don't know. That's like just like the 21 Pilots crowd. Like you yeah. never know who you're getting. <laughs> yeah. we get, That was the sweetest. And we get inside and it was the wildest crowd to date I've ever been in. Yes. Like, it was all general admission. If you know, you know. It was in the Eagles Ballroom in Milwaukee, which is part of the rave. Pretty big room. Probably, like, 300 cap. Definitely sold out. And we were maybe, like, within the front quarter of the room. Yeah. I ended up – we ended up separating. We moved out, yeah. Because – like the crowd just like moved us, and especially with them like getting on top in the crowd, like when they do the whole drum uh-huh. shit, or whatever. Um, yeah, I remember like we separated, and I ended up getting into like the third row. Oh shit! <laughs> Literally, yeah, like the third row, and I remember like Tyler like went up for like trees. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> he was like right above me, and like I touched his. 
foot. And I was like, I'm never washing my hands. I did. I did. But that was the vibes. I was like, holy shit. Like, I can't believe that just happened. Do you remember at the end of the show, because all this, like, confetti comes out. Yeah. I, like, saved the confetti and put it in my clear phone case. I did, Like, on display. I did, too. I probably – I don't think I have it anymore because I moved and everything and I had to Mm -hmm. get rid of shit. But, like, I had that up until, like, I don't know, this last year probably. (laughs) Just, like, in my stuff. Uh, That show was also a show where they tattooed each other. Yes. Actual tattoos? Yeah, on stage. Do you want to tell, like, this Twitter? Okay. So there was, like, a Twitter poll that they did back when, like, Twitter polls were really in vogue at the time. This was, what, like, 2014, 2015? post blurry phase yeah yeah um and they did this twitter poll where it was like hey vote for your fave loser gets the winner's name tattooed on them Yeah, and i don't think we realized that like the poll was set to finish or maybe we did know i don't know i like wasn't anticipating it you guys got to be there when he got the tattoo from yeah. the losing poll well here's the tea is the poll ended in a tie it was oh. literally 50 50 it was literally 50 50 there's no way that happened that doesn't like, sound real it does not make any sense there were like How screenshots circulating it was like a Damn. whole to do so i remember during the show there was kind of like a pause where they like went backstage and we're kind of like it was a fucking tie. Like, what the fuck do we do? Um, so then they got back out on stage and they tattooed each other's names on each other's legs. That's awesome. It was yeah. fucking wild. And we were losing our minds. <laughs> we were like, again, we're swinging it back to Tumblr. We were like, the Tumblr girlies are going to freak about this. Like, videos are going <laughs> to circulate and we're going to know we were there. That's awesome. Yeah. That's like, <laughs> that's, a memory. that's like a once in a lifetime like thing though. Yeah. Like that didn't happen at any other show. No. Like that happened at our show. And that's we were crazy. together. In Milwaukee yeah. of all of yeah. all the shows on the 180 show date. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> right, right yeah. So that home. would definitely be in our top three. Absolutely. <laughs> yeah. Absolutely. I'm not even going to tell my story now because that's way cooler than when I saw him. <laughs> Go right ahead. If you have a story, I want to hear your yes. story. <laughs> no, it's lame. No one got tattooed. <laughs> Did you like catch a drumstick or something? Like, No, so it was Bonnaroo 2014 or 15. Lit. And uh, the coolest part of it was they like sectioned off the area because they were, they weren't the headliner, but they were before the headliner, but mm-hmm. in the same stage as the headliner. Mm-hmm. And so like, People were lined up for him at Bonnaroo, like which is huge. Mm-hmm. And we were we were super in the front. And when they opened the gates, everyone sprinted to the front. And I was in much better shape then than I am now. So. Hey, <laughs> <laughs> so we sprinted to the front like half a mile, and so we got to see him like four people back in there. Shit, yeah. <laughs> at, Bonnaroo. at Bonnaroo. That's lit. Yeah. Dude, we stayed running at venues. <laughs> we did. And security people stayed going, don't run, walk. <laughs> and we'd be like, I'd be like <laughs> you're yeah, trying right. to do like a speed walk, like you're in a grocery <laughs> store or something, you have to take a shit. And then like as soon as you're out of sight, you start running again. <laughs> because your life depends on getting to the barricade. Yeah. All right. So we're one song in. Yeah. <laughs> I, I, I touched on Are You Mine a little bit when I was talking about Ariel Vandenberg. Um, do we have anything else that we want to touch on for that song? Um, I just want to say 
this kind of goes like throughout the whole album like each song has their own like narrative basically mm-hmm. um and the one the one thing like i really noticed in this one is um that he's basically getting at the point of like he's like begging for this lover to like give him any satisfaction you know um and it's like this addictive lust and you know he says like he's a puppet for her basically mm-hmm. like and then like there's the whole like line with like are you mine tomorrow or are you just mine tonight so it's gonna be like probably a one night stand and he has a lot of those throughout this there album. are yes oh, no. yeah. yes there's like some uncertainty like with his relationship and with himself yeah he's kind of a yeah. player oh yeah yeah alex turner should go to therapy <laughs> maybe <laughs> what about you zach you got any thoughts here yeah, I mean, he's just, there's, I mean, I love all the previous lyric stuff from the previous albums, but there's just some really good lines in this mm-hmm. album, and this song mm-hmm. in particular, when the breakdown, she's a silver lion and lone ranger riding through an open space. Yes. That's but badass. Even, even those two, like, the internal rhyme of lining and riding is really good. Mm-hmm. In my mind, when she's not right there beside me, and then it goes right into the chorus, because I love whenever they put that bridge in and then they tie in the words to the chorus. Yeah. So good. She's a silver lining, lone ranger riding through an open space. In my mind, when she's not right there beside me, I go crazy. That's hot. We were all just headbanging. I was like, damn, that kind of rips. Oh, man. I love, I don't know about y'all, I love when the music cuts out and then it comes back in real drum heavy Mm -hmm. and you're like, oh my God, I'm listening to a song. Mm -hmm. Something with that guitar tone too, just talking about the vibe of the album. It's so distinctively Arctic Monkeys. Yes. Yes. It's like throughout this album, it's throughout Favorite Worst Nightmare. Mm -hmm. It's throughout all of them. I feel like I noticed that with the vocal tone, too. There's, like, this really subtle, like, gritty, grungy, fuzzy, fuzzy type. Yeah. Like a film grain, almost. Yeah. Um, mm, delicious and mm. distinct. Um, I've got a Rolling Stones parallel on this next song. Oh, Please, yeah. tell me about it right now. <laughs> um, I'm trying to – I found it earlier, but I forgot to mark it down. They referenced the Rolling Stones in one of these songs. Uh, but the oo-oos um, <laughs> are just like that Rolling Stones song. Do you guys know what I'm talking about? No. <laughs> oh. Um, we'll play the Rolling Stones first and then we'll play. Yeah. I watch the glee while you kings and queens fall for ten decades for the god they made. I shouted. I love that. That was yeah. good. Yeah. So, okay, let's show the parallel. Let's show the parallel. Y'all ready for this? Y'all ready for this? I know this? you can't like copyright oo-oo. But it's, it's the same ooh ooh. It's, yeah. it's literally, come on now. <laughs> it sounds so much like a train. It does. Choo choo. Before we get into the next part, I need to pee. <laughs> Go piss, girl. Wait, Cassie, that means that you're summoning the first toilet flush of the episode. First toilet flush of 2022. Holy first toilet flush wow. of 2022. Yeah. Yes. What an honor. 
and we're back again. Um, and let's just dive right into this little game I've prepared. Uh, we're halfway there. Whoa! Cassie's got a bit! <laughs> That's me. <laughs> so... The game I've prepared is simply a true or false game, um, and it's all about me. Um, so, oh, okay. Sarah, God, I better do I, well. I'm gonna, be really, I'm gonna be really good at this game. I yeah. Think. So, yeah. Sarah's probably gonna have a little bit of an upper hand. She probably is gonna know some of these. Maybe I don't know. Yeah. I kind of prepared them in a way that she wouldn't really know, but she might. Oh. Okay. Okay. We'll see. Um, and they all have to do with. The whole vibe today. Great. Like Arctic Monkeys, everything we've been talking 2013 about. 2013 Tumblr. AM mostly. Okay. I didn't want to incorporate any other. Okay. Like, I love um, it. So, yeah. So, all right. Number one. True or false? The first song I ever heard by Arctic Monkeys was Why'd You Only Call Me When You're High? And it was introduced to me by Sarah. Are we on a team or against each other? If I, don't I know. win, how is that going to make you feel? Right. <laughs> <laughs> I feel like we should work as a team, a team. to okay. decipher a common truth. Okay. I've been paying attention this so far this episode, so I might be pretty good at this. Okay, okay. good. Here's what I'm thinking is I feel like I've shown Cassie a lot of music, right? But I don't know if I've introduced Arctic Monkeys. I feel like that's something that Cassie had her – and she said, Finger I want to be yours was the song. She said, why'd you only call me when you're high? Oh, I feel like she's heard Arctic Monkeys way before AM. I, she seemed yeah. pretty into Suck It and Tea and a couple of those other ones. So I'm going to say false. I think I might say false too. At the risk of ruining my <laughs> reputation. It's true. Oh, really? No. Yes. <laughs> I'm surprised by that. Yes, I'm pretty sure. I think I like have a little flashback of when I was like in the backseat of my mom's car and we mm-hmm. were like getting gas. So, like we were at the gas station. <laughs> and like I was like texting you. I was like, can I get some like song recommendations? <laughs> and that was like the only Arctic Monkey song that was on the list. Wow. And after that, <gasps> you set you set this whole that's why I'm here. Holy shit. Maybe, Ten years maybe. ago, you made this episode happen, Holy Sarah. Holy yep. shit. That is phenomenal. Wow. <laughs> like, I might have heard, like, Do I Want to Know, like, on the radio, but I never, like, processed yeah. if wow. that was them. Like, I think I might have heard it before, but, yeah, that was, like, my first, like, oh, this is Arctic Monkeys. Like, oh, I'm honored because yep. that was a big deal. And I guess I always associate it with, like, you being on the pulse of that because I know it was something, especially at the time, that, like, I was I just like associated it with you. Damn. Oh. <laughs> this is my favorite moment on the podcast this year. <laughs> this year. This year. Okay. okay. Damn. Right. Okay. I better get it in gear. All right. Number two. True or false? I've seen Arctic Monkeys live. You guys haven't seen them together. I'm we haven't seen them together. About it. I haven't either. Or either. I haven't. Maybe. Maybe either. We'll find out in a second. But that makes me sad that I haven't seen them. Mentally, I'm scrolling through Cassie's Instagram. (laughs) (laughs) Are you scrolling through it like one by one or in groups of three like on her homepage? I'm going through the grid. Okay, the grid. I'm going through the grid. It's big brain mode. I feel like this was a 
bucket list item. She would totally post it if she did, right? I feel like that's the thing. That's the thing is I feel like if it happened, I would have heard more about it. Like also, I feel like if it. They were so big at the time. Like where where would she have seen them at? Right? Because they're, right. they're an arena band now, right? And Arctic Monkeys, did they come to Summerfest? <gasps> did they come to a free stage? They didn't come to a paid stage. Oh my god! I don't, I don't remember seeing a Summerfest Arctic Monkeys lineup. I'd remember that if I saw it. I feel like, but also maybe not. Yeah, not in the last ten years. This is a hard question. Cassie. This is a hard question. <laughs> I like I... the first one that was more specific. <laughs> I'm having a. Uh, I was gonna say I have a gut reaction, but then my gut reaction had a gut reaction. Oh no, your your that. poor gut. Your gut's folding. <laughs> I don't think so. I feel like I would have had it really readily available. So I'm going to say false. I'm going to follow her and say false. It is false. Yeah. Oh, no. I have never seen Arctic Monkeys, but they are definitely on my bucket list. I would yeah. to see them. Like, good, yeah. they have not been at Summerfest because I would have tapped into That's them. what I thought. <laughs> yes. Okay. Work. Yeah. So whenever they do, mm-hmm. I'll be there. And you know what? This is one of those bands I will camp out for. Should we try and get a press pass? Yeah, let's do it. Alma <laughs> <laughs> Bruce is playing Lollapalooza 2023. <laughs> let's make it happen, folks. <laughs> We're right next to the porta potties. Check us out. Take a poop. Listen to us talk. All right. Number three, true or false? AM was the first vinyl record I ever got. Can I, tell a, can I tell a story? Yes. AM was one of the first 10 records I ever bought when I was started buying albums. Mm-hmm. And I scratched it because I was such a noob. No. I had like a couple drinks one night. And so the whole B-sides of AM is scratched. No. no. And now it's like a 10-year-old record. If I, I wish I had an, an original copy of it. <laughs> the first. Cassie and I have gone record shopping together a lot. Okay. First record being AM. I might go with true. I could see that being true. I'm going to say true too. It is true. <laughs> nice. Um, it was the one and only record I asked for for Christmas the year that I got my record player. Nice. And I was like 14 and I was like, if I get a record for Christmas, it's going to be this one. <laughs> it was the one. <laughs> it was that one. Yeah. That's it awesome. was that one. Are you a record collector? I am. Nice. I am. Number four. True or false, um, I own a record of every album by Arctic Monkeys. False, because I don't think you would have bought the last one. I think you're right. I think no one bought the last one because it was bad. (laughs) 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 Okay, besides, okay, let's pretend that album (laughs) So... It is false, but if that if, okay, if that didn't exist, it would still be still be false. I feel like an early one would be hard to get. Well, an early one would be hard to get. Well, right. some of them, maybe. I, don't I know. Yeah, some of the EPs, maybe. I yeah. don't own the EPs, but I have every full LP nice. except. Favorite worst nightmare, and that's only because I have the CD and I listen to it in my car. So I'm like, well, I'm gonna listen to that in my car, and it ended up being the one that's my favorite. So I probably should own it eventually. But that's the one with fluorescent adolescents, right? Yeah, that's a great car song. 
Yeah, yeah. it's and that song's playing every and having a good time. fucking song in that. <laughs> 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 Let me tell you. <laughs> oh my god. All right. Okay. Yeah. So that was false. All right. Number five. True or false? When Seth asked me to be his girlfriend, he ended the proposal with "Are you mine?" Oh, true. That is your current Absolutely boyfriend. Absolutely yes. true. Okay. Seth is a fucking Seth. If you're listening, I love you. I think you're fantastic. Seth is such a music dork, and he loves Cassie so much that he would do that. I do think that's true. It is true. Aww. Yeah. <laughs> I was going to be sad if it was false. <laughs> 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 yeah that was so damn romantic. you got proposed yeah. to be a girlfriend yeah damn i didn't it- <laughs> i think we've only gotten one wrong so far yeah we're doing pretty good hell yeah all right you know cassie so well i do wow <laughs> better than i thought <laughs> all right number six i still use tumblr i think that's true and i think it's on the down low there was a big thing recently where, like, Tumblr's not allowed to show nudes anymore. Right. right. They're not allowed to show female-presenting nipples, I think was the quote. Oh, really? Huh. Yeah. I feel like even when they were doing that, it was still, like, artsy, right? Oh, the first time I ever saw, like, straight-up porn was on Tumblr. Oh, yeah. Oh. <laughs> yeah. What is Tumblr like now? I for, I would for not. For Cassie to still use it. If she well, did, I know that there's kind of a revival of, like, only using it for yourself. Yeah. As a uh, kind of like a Pinterest. Like, yeah. I would not be surprised if this is true. I'm going to go with your gut. It is true. (laughs) (laughs) I am active on Tumblr. (laughs) Lit. Um, And yeah, I kind of do use it for myself because I know like nobody else is on it. Mm -hmm. So I can just like post my shit and like it makes me feel better about myself. Like, I don't have Pinterest. Unless, like, I need it, like, for something specific, like, um, like a drink thing, mm-hmm. you know? Or, like, I'm dyeing my hair, you know? Um, so I don't really use Pinterest um, as much as I use Tumblr. <laughs> um, <laughs> but, yeah, I use it more for, like, a mood board or, like, just to, like, check in with myself and be like, hey, like, there are beautiful things yeah. you can look forward to. That sounds nice. So, yeah, it's... It's been actually really helpful, especially with these last, like, few months of, like, it being so stressful in Chicago. Like, I'm just like, I just need this little silly little app Mm -hmm. for myself Mm -hmm. where I can just reblog my shit. (laughs) (laughs) Um, And also, side note, like, I went on Tumblr today and I tried going to the very bottom to find the shit I posted about Arctic Monkey. Yes. Oh my god! Uh, <laughs> <the> same account? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> the name has changed, but like, yeah. So I kind of saved some. Oh I god. just want to show you. Obviously, they can't see them, but... We can, <laughs> we can screenshot and post it. I, like, these are, these are actual posts, like, photos that I reblogged. <laughs> okay. Here's number, here's number one. <laughs> Bam! <laughs> <laughs> Will you? Okay, so what we're picturing here, I'm going to describe this as if I'm like writing alt text for a website. Please. 
we've got like a car stereo here um but, with but like it's the kind you would like take out of your dash and yeah. put it in your purse so no one stole it yeah yeah, yeah. <laughs> the kind with like a glowy knob and yeah. glowy buttons <laughs> and on the lcd display it says are you mine? It also says they're listening to this on the CD. It says zero zero two track yeah. two. <laughs> Are you mine? And here's the thing: is that would have gotten like five hundred thousand notes. Yeah. yeah, on Tumblr. All right, here's another one. I like this game. <laughs> oh, I don't know what this is. Sorry, you have to you have to explain this to me. I don't know why they're laughing. It doesn't mean anything to me. So this is. Um, if you were on Tumblr in the um, early 2010s, a lot of people would sort of like, I don't know, take like a, a sheet of printer paper and a number two pencil and just like write a bunch of lyrics artistically from an album and maybe include some little doodles or like. I like it. It's cool so this looking. is kind of what we got going on here. It's one of those for the Arctic Monkeys. I, it's not it's, entirely. It's not entirely AM because they got five hundred five. Right. Yeah. Right. Um, but it's it's sort of like a fan created Arctic Monkeys <sighs> lyric slash vibe sheet, and I know for a fact I reblogged like a Paramore one of these, <laughs> a Fallout Fall Boy, Boy one of these. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> See, like it was the moment. I think about like me. Like in this time when I would have reblogged this, I would recreate this. Oh, yes, damn. but like also with like One Direction. Yes, <laughs> as you should. Yes, um, and then I am pretty sure this was my Twitter header. <laughs> <laughs> so let me describe this one for the people. This is the uh, a f- black and white, um, pretty high contrast photo of a theater marquee that says. Arctic monkeys in like the theater marquee letters as if maybe they were like playing that venue. It looks gorgeous. That's a good Twitter header. I would retweet that. It was my Twitter header. And I do want to say like, I had so many like Arctic monkeys was like the, one of the only bands, I think possibly the only band that I ever like used their like, merch or whatever like as my um twitter header mm-hmm. like i definitely mm-hmm. had the little like squiggles absolutely and, like logo or like neon lights or like crowd photos Arctic it had Monkeys a grip is my band okay Ooh. okay all right number seven true or false in our first year of dating me and seth sang fireside around the campfire with a only a ukulele that has to be true. <laughs> that feels pretty true. That is, well. Was it a good ukulele cover? Was it Fireside? It's like Fireside Campfire. Like, oh, you right. think, a bit. You think <laughs> she's trying to trick us by it being a different song other than Fireside? Because I know Cassie has a ukulele. I know Cassie and Seth would have a moment like yeah. that. Uh-huh. I could see it. I could see it. I'm going to go if true. What it was the second year of dating? What if she's really nitpicking us? Oh. How long have you guys been dated? Four and a half years. Mm, I bet it was the first year. You know what? If he asked, are you mine? Right? Yeah. Honeymoon, I'm going to say that true. That honeymoon phase was definitely all yeah. monkeys. Yes. <laughs> Y'all had a monkey phase. True. True. Oh, my God. It's false. Oh, no. <laughs> what part is false? All of it? Yeah. 
<laughs> I do have a ukulele that I never use. The because... part that was missing for me was like, when were y'all around a fire? <laughs> he has a campfire. Okay. Okay. Like a little like fire pit in his backyard. I had one, I think. That was the missing bit is I was like, I could see y'all strumming together. Okay. All right. All right. So we got two wrong out of 10 or out of... Seven so far. Seven. Yeah. Good track record. Yeah. We're doing All good. right. Last one. True or false? My first car was named after the song Arabella. I'm Did, pretty sure this is true. What type of car was it? It was it was a red car. I don't remember like the maker model. It was just like an old ass like red <laughs> car. <laughs> it was a cherry red Chrysler Sebring convertible. That's awesome. What a good first <laughs> car. I hope this is true. That's so cool. It is true. Yes. <laughs> I remember this car. I named her Arabella Abba. <laughs> That's great. <laughs> because those are my homies. That was what I always listened to. Like, I kid you not, like, Favorite Worst Nightmare is my favorite Arctic Monkeys album. Mm-hmm. And it was the only one I had on CD. And it was, like, the most listened to CD in my car. <laughs> and, like, imagine, like, me with the top down. It's fucking <laughs> July <laughs> 13th and in suburban Wisconsin. Literally listening to 505 blasting oh, that man. shit. Yes, ma'am. That was me That's cruising down right Ryan there. Road. Like, <laughs> <laughs> highway 100. Come on, Highway 100. <laughs> um, and then also, like, kind of a little fun fact. Um, my car right now, so I've only had two cars. So that was my first car, and then I just got this one less than a year ago. Um, and it's a Kia Rio and it's also red. Um, and I named her Humbug after the Aww. album Humbug. So I think I'm just gonna like just keep, keep it going. naming it like Arctic Monkeys That's great. songs or albums. Do you have a name for that game that we just played? Cat Cassie Quiz. Cassie, Cassie Quiz. quiz. Cat, <laughs> I Cassie should have named quiz. it. I think that every guest we have on the podcast should just bring a quiz just about themselves. About themselves. I like that a lot. I learned I think a lot about fun. Cassie just then. I think that's fun. So what did you learn about me? <laughs> I learned about uh, your relationship. Your boyfriend is very nice and yes. also it has good taste in music. Uh, I learned all about your first cars, which is such an important aspect of a person, I feel like. Yes. Absolutely. Was my first car, car was like so important. <laughs> so was mine. So important. So my my first and only car, I got my mom's old one car. car. Well, yeah, wow. I, I had one car when I was still living in Wisconsin yeah. that ended up getting passed down to Lindsay, my sister. Uh-huh. Um, but it was a 2003 or 2004 Honda Accord. <laughs> it was silver. Exactly car, yeah. <laughs> and um, I named her Jane mm. because Jane Fonda. I thought she was Jane Honda. Oh, that's pretty good. So her name was Jane, <laughs> which was such a strange reference for me as a 16 year old to make. Um, God, I loved that car. It did not have a working CD player. It had an aux cord that you had to like tune into the radio for. It was. <laughs> weird um i loved cassie talking about playing cds in her car because i when my first two cars the only thing that worked no radio worked no ipod worked because i didn't even have an ipod at the time (laughs) um so i just have like this big folder of cds 
and like i want to hook up like a cd player to my car now because it doesn't have a cd yeah (laughs) yeah i can put cds in my car now but i fully take advantage of having an aux cord because or like bluetooth Mm -hmm. because my last one i had my i had arabella abba for (laughs) freaking four or five years and I couldn't, I could only listen to CDs or radio. And obviously I'm not listening to the fucking radio. Right. <laughs> so Except, well, I wanted to talk about this earlier, but me, you, and Lindsay were really into FM 102.1. I've heard yeah. stories of this. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> that shit was wild. That shit, the grip. The grip. Like, the grip. I'm thinking like we are... I don't know. And it's summertime. The windows are down yes. in Jane. Yes. And we're listening to 1021, headed towards fucking Party City area, probably going to Exclusive Company. Yes. And, and they're um, announcing a band's on a boat. Yes. But also Paramore's on the radio. <laughs> <laughs> Like, ain't it fun? Like, I'm thinking, like, ain't it yes. fun is literally playing. <laughs> I think after talking about uh, Arabella Abba, we should get into the song Arabella. We have to, yes. right? We have to, I also, in honor of that car. I Yes, that car did me so well, even though she had so many problems oh, no. being a convertible, like, leaking, like, the roof <laughs> leaked. And, like, she was her own thing. But anyways, um, Sarah kind of mentioned her car... Mm-hmm. Jane Fonda, Jane mm-hmm. Honda, my girl. So in Arabella, um, there's a line that says she's got a Barabella silver swimsuit uh-huh. that's played by Jane Fonda. <gasps> yeah, you're so smart. It co- I looked it up. Full, you're so full, smart. Full circle <laughs> comes uh, around. So somehow that relates. We both made of the our reference cars. before it. Oh my god. Yep. That's perfect. Um, but yeah, so with Arabella, this is such an important song. One, because of my car. And yes. two, because Arabella sounds like the most magnificent person to ever walk the face of the earth. Like, I want to be her so bad. Like, let me just read some of the lines. Like... It's much less picturesque without her catching the light. Saying, like, the sunset is less beautiful without her in front of it. That is a good line. Oh, that's so beautiful. Um, Her lips are like the galaxy's edge and her kiss the color of a constellation falling into place. Like, I want to be her. I want to have those lips. <laughs> yes. Oh, what the hell? And the way he sings that part, falling into place. Cassie, do you have oh, in front of man. you the line about the horizon? Ooh, but yeah, read that. It's piece. like the horizon tries, but it's, it's just not as kind as in the, just kind not on as the kind eyes. Of the eyes. <laughs> it's not as kind on the eyes as Arabella. Yeah. Oh, oh my God. It's so good. It kind of reminds me of. Dylan, if you're listening, there's like a dirty projector song called Breakthrough where they describe a woman as an epiphany of her electricity. And I go, whoa, like that's Cassie, to your point, like that's kind of the song where I'm like, I want to be this bitch. Yeah. I want someone to describe me this way. (sighs) Entirely. And like another one that I really liked like one line or it's more than one line but a part of the song that i really liked um is the bridge at the end where he says organic cigarettes 
that she smokes wraps her lips around the Mexican Coke makes you wish that you were the bottle. <laughs> That's he, spicy. He, he that is horny in this album. He is horny on Maine. Yes, yes. It's so, so, so good. Um, and then uh, one more line that I want to point out, um, I think is like a reference um, to another band. Um Basically saying that Arabella's got a 70s head, but she's a modern lover. I don't know if you guys are familiar with the band Modern Lovers. Uh. It's a 70s band. Oh, Oh my God. They're not modern at all. (laughs) (laughs) No, they're not. But... I don't know if I don't know if this is a reference to it. I think maybe it could it just be a coincidence, be, right? right? But they have <laughs> We've been doing a podcast together for yes. now, we? <laughs> <laughs> um but I love the Modern Lovers. They have this um one song that specifically like I is in so many of my playlists. It's called um The Hospital and mm. You guys have to listen. Like, I don't... Should we I, play it? Sure. Yeah. Sure. I'll be here to get back into your life. I can't stand what you do. I'm in love with your eyes. Oh, I can't stand what you do. Sometimes I can't stand you. And it makes me think about me. That I'm involved with you, but I'm in love. I've never heard of that song. I'm surprised that that is a band from the 70s yeah. because yeah. I feel like we it could sounds, hear that. It sounds pretty modern, right? Yeah. <laughs> like they're modern lovers. <laughs> that's what I thought because that was the first song I ever heard by them. And I never even realized to like look into them for like the longest time. And then I looked into them and I was like, wait, what the fuck? <laughs> it kind of rips. Yeah, it's so, so, so good. Um, I feel like that song stands out to me out of all of their other songs. Like, I think that song might be like their fourth like on Spotify, like mm-hmm, on the top mm-hmm. four. Mm-hmm. But it's, I'm like, damn, like this song is so different from all the other ones. Like I would never have guessed that was from the 70s. But the rest of the album kind of feels like the 70s, mm. like if you listen to it. But that song. But anyways, I don't know if that is a reference um, in Arabella, but <laughs> totally it's a good one totally if it is. <laughs> let's, let's, let's annotate genius.com right now with, <laughs> <laughs> with that little bit of information. Because I bet it's not there. <laughs> well, I think it is there. <laughs> That's the thing is I was looking at genius.com because I'm a credible um, music reviewer, enjoyer, and journalist. I was looking at Genius.com. Every single fucking line of this album is annotated. (laughs) (laughs) Every single one. Sometimes I look and the well is dry, but this one, it was flowing. That makes sense. I do want to highlight a funky production choice on this song. Mm -hmm. Um, I feel like a lot of this album is pretty like, we, we've talked about how there are, like, sort of loose hip-hop influences, loose influences from other acts. But there was just, like, a funky little choice I wanted to show where the line is, she's made of outer space, talking about Arabella. Arabella's got a 70s head, but she's a modern lover. It's an exploration. She's made of outer space. Yeah. Like that 
funky, like reverby, like Echoey outer space type. alien laser type. I don't know. It's funky. I feel like Arctic Monkeys, when they do or when they implement choices like that, it's often pretty subtle. Like they're not going to go full sci fi on main. But that was something I noticed. And I was like, hmm, that's kind of sci fi. There's a few songs that they do that in. There's a song where they say something like, Space Age Country Girl. Mm -hmm. And they're like (laughs) pulling these two categories together i feel like that really like sums up like this album (laughs) like in a way where they're like pulling like these different women and like how each woman is like their own style you know Mm. it's like how many people can pull off being like a space age cowgirl you know what I mean? It's like literally only Casey Musgraves. <laughs> literally. <laughs> uh, can we also play the guitar solo on this track? Yo, dude, that hits so good. <laughs> He, so he's good. like talking about this girl and he just rips into it. And it's really reminiscent of like their earlier stuff, their yeah. earlier guitar heavy stuff. Yeah. And so to put it in there in the sweet spot like that is very, it's very good. Yes. To Ladies, <laughs> so good. if you're listening to this song and you don't have a man's or a sig O, that stands for significant other, who's going to write a fucking guitar solo about you you better bounce what are you doing you better bounce i'm glad like both of us have significant others that would do that yeah i think we wanted to move on to mad Mad sounds sounds. yes mad sounds yes i liked the vibe of this song this i this was like kind of a deeper cut that i when i was in my tumblr era didn't really like spend time with and when i was listening to this album again prepping for this recording i was like this song is fun Mm -hmm. this one's fun this is kind of like a warm like kind of happy psychedelic trip for arctic monkeys yeah um i have several things i want would like to mention about this song as you should and for me mad sounds was also like kind of one that was a little bit brushed off, not going to lie, like, with growing with this album. Um, But, yeah, like, I – listening to this especially, like, this week, this is one of the notes I wrote down. Absolutely gorgeous. Like a golden sunset peeking through a dark room with the sheer curtains. I want to bathe in it. Yeah! (laughs) Like, I don't know. It's like this, like – like – breath of fresh air and it's like mid album Mm -hmm. and it's like okay we're gonna take one song and it's not gonna be about a girl (laughs) and you're just gonna relax for a second and kind of remember like what music is and like the point of music and how you can listen to it to distract yourself from everything else going on which is super cliche to say (laughs) um but it's true it's like the perfect calming break um and it's so sweet it reminds you of like the charm and the power of music you're just vibing like this whole song you're just vibing it's a vibe i agree yeah the the, the notes he's playing in the guitar like 
like super spaced out right he's not playing full chords and the way he just like goes up and down the scale on it it's like oh man those mad sounds are in my ear dude yeah <laughs> literally he's like damn music is catchy huh? <laughs> what a- i like that i like that point of view a lot <laughs> just takes a break from his album to be like yo dude you ever listen to music sometimes <laughs> Yo, man, music? Shit's kind of cool. Yeah, shit's pretty cool. Shit's dope. Hey, man, music? I'm about that music. This song always reminds me of Mike Snow for some reason. Oh. You guys get that vibe at all or no? Uh, I didn't, but oh. I... <laughs> I mean, I, I know, like, the Mike Snow singles. I, I yeah. haven't listened to a ton of Mike Snow. Just, just the vibe of being like, ooh, ethereal, like... Mm, music mm, music in my ear yeah i could see that i feel like we gotta keep rocking yeah, yeah. bum 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 seven bum, nation bum. army bum, 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 that's bum, not on bum, this album bum, bum. the mirror's image tells me it's home time but I i'm like not finished do it again oh <laughs> you're not by my side I interrupted it and I think I had the wrong lyric. <laughs> Whoops. Whoops. Cut that, Cam. Okay. Uh, listen, I've had vodka Snapple. You know what? Oh, Me too. Snapple. We can cut it if the lyrics are wrong. Let's yeah. let's for sure cut can it if the lyrics are wrong. we officially rechange our pairing from the boxed water to the vodka Snapple? Because <laughs> I just happen to have Snapple. And it's really good vodka. That's the new pairing now. Put the vodka Snapple pictures. in the boxed water. <laughs> Put the vodka Snapple in the boxed water. And we're not afraid to say it. What do why, you why do you call, call me when you're high? high? What? That's no, kind of an I interesting take on the booty call, right? He's like, yes. He's like, you're not drunk, but you're just you're just stoned. Well, here's the thing: is I think at the time, this was like the edgiest shit you ever done heard. <laughs> was like, yeah, I feel like there was sort of this like kind of understanding of like, oh yeah, sometimes people get tipsy and they say shit to their booty call. Why'd you only call me when you're? H-I-G-H. Whoa. <laughs> Not to mention, this was the first song I ever heard by Arctic Monkeys. <laughs> <laughs> I was like, okay, this is dope. It's like, I'm, damn. Yeah, wow. <laughs> yeah. I will say, I watched the music video for this song today. Oh. Oh, my goodness gracious. Not safe for work. No, <laughs> I was watching it. Why is Alex Turner so horny? I didn't realize he was so horny to Alex now. Turner is so <laughs> horny. If you haven't gathered that, especially doing your research with every song, there's some, there's at least one lyric in each song that's like, okay, this man. <laughs> I guess you're right. Like, fluorescent adolescence is so horny. Yeah. Every song so yeah. horny. It's good, though. I, I would be lying... If I said it wasn't a banger. <laughs> it's a banger. It's a good song. It's a banger. It's a wham damn slammer. I just want to laugh at this lyric a little bit because it's written like Yoda. <laughs> Lefty multiple missed calls. And to my message, you reply. And to my message, you reply. He makes it rhyme, but he has to do it like Yoda. <laughs> Why do you only call me when you high? You do. Are you serious? 
especially when I was going through like lyric through lyric, I noticed like he does phrase things really particular. Um, just to make, just to make it that, you know? he has to rhyme with, why do you only call him when you're high? So he can't say, and reply to my message. He has to say, and to my message you reply. <laughs> oh my god, I'm never gonna listen to that, like, without thinking about it. Oh my god. I mean, Damn it. I mean, they're the same height, right? <laughs> oh my god okay short kings rise up short kings rise up i'm five eight i'm sorry <laughs> all right so should we talk about the next song? yeah yeah, yeah. i have one note about the song snap out of it yeah let's hear it quote this sounds like the Arctic Monkeys wrote a song for a core conflict in a musical where everyone tries to tell the main character that they're delusional what? You really thought about that, yeah. I really did. This, I think, this is a standout song because it's super upbeat. Um, I think that the, I don't know, some about as that. Dense. It's not, it's as dense not as very stuff. dense. It's like catchy. Mm-hmm. It's one of those like Kim Petras type beats mm-hmm. where you like hear the chorus once and you know it. And something about it to me gave musical snap theater vibes. Yeah, just the phrase snap out of it. I, I was, never thought about it till just now, but you're right. It is a I music I was theater. picturing like sharks and jets like <laughs> snapping yeah. towards each other. Like, ooh. Um, that is the note that I wrote. I also watched the music video for this song because there was a music video for this song. It was like the last single, I think. And it was just like a beautiful woman obsessing over Alex Turner. (laughs) (laughs) And I went, okay. Um, I wrote like two things about this song. Um, One was that I really admired like the soft, like higher background vocals. Mm. Like throughout this album, he constantly has like, step out of it. You know what I mean? Mm -hmm. Like little like background vocals to like, make his voice be like, ah, you know, whatever. Mm-hmm. Um, but I really liked it in this song. I feel like it's really admirable. I don't know. Um, the other thing I wrote was that the bridge, when he says, under a spell you're hypnotized, darling, how could you be so blind? Mm-hmm. Um, it reminded me, it's kind of a tangent. <laughs> this reminded me of a book I just finished. Um, called A Patch of Blue, which was later turned into um, a motion picture. Um, And it's basically about this girl who's blind and meets an African-American man. And this is in the 60s. So she grows up in this racist-ass family. Mm. And she doesn't learn that he's African-American until, like, later on, like, after she falls in love with him. And... Like, throughout this whole, like, relationship, he's basically, like, like guiding her, like, trying to get her to, like, understand, like, there's no reason you should hate black people. Like, what mm-hmm. the fuck? <laughs> um, <laughs> but um, it kind of reminded me, like, of that, like, in this line, like, you're under a spell, like, your family has taught you this, like, your whole life, like, you've fallen in love with me, but you didn't even realize, you know, like the truth behind it you know like she's just listening to what other people tell her 
And that's kind of like this whole song is about um, this girl possibly falling in love with somebody. Alex is like trying to convince her, almost like gaslight her and be like, hey, like, (laughs) be like, hey, like, you don't even know what you're getting into, you know, Um, trying to like make her see both sides. Um, So I thought that was like a very weird connection. My brain was like, wait, you just read a book recently. (laughs) I just wanted to talk about that for a second. But yeah, um, I thought there was quite a few parallels in this song for some random reason. (laughs) That's interesting. I Mm -hmm. dig it. Do you guys want to talk about knee socks? Yes! Yes! Uh, I'll let you guys go first and then I have a bit to play. My first note about this song is that Alex Turner sings the word Tuesday and he says Tuesday. Oh, no. He says Tuesday. He He's does. He's Britain, though, Andy. He for sure is, bro. He says Tuesday, and that made me giggle. <laughs> that is funny. <laughs> that is silly goose, silly goose nonsense. My second note about this song is that the bridge rips does he really say an exceptional rainy tuesday night he says an exceptional rainy tuesday night that just makes it so much more quaint like that's better than saying tuesday he said tuesday (laughs) night it's really good yeah this song like my notes literally say yes yes and yes (laughs) because it's sexy it's flirty it's like dark and mysterious and uh, I don't know. Like, I really like this this song, especially because, um, like, I can, like, picture, like, all of, like, the imagery that they create throughout the song. Like, when they talk about, like, the um, the clock tower. I don't know if it's a clock tower. It just says the clock strikes 12 or whatever. 24-hour clock. 24-hour clock. Yes. But I picture, like, a clock tower in the rain Ooh. because it's exceptionally rainy. Yeah, that makes and sense. And on Tuesday. I just picture the whole song, and it's just so beautiful um, and sexy, I must say. Um, and I also read on Genius, I'm pretty sure it was, that this is, like, perhaps, like, the sexiest song of like ever written whole, yeah absolutely yeah <laughs> miss ma'am and her knee socks parading around Ugh. like i want to go buy some knee socks <laughs> girl go to party city is, is that a is that a tumblr thing girls and knee yes i wanted to wear knee socks today but i don't have any <laughs> <laughs> they were all socks that came up like almost be- like almost. just below my knee i'm like i can't show up like this it's not knee socks I do you guys wait, 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 wait. Oh, go ahead. (laughs) Okay. (laughs) I'm so sorry. That's fine. We'll come back to it. I feel like this is a good right before a bit. Yeah. 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 Guys, Zach's bit is gonna be so good. Just wait until after I pee. Oh, it's not gonna live up to this. Okay, totally flush. We have one song left on this album. Which does not include, apparently, I saw on the internet that there was a Japanese and Polish bonus track what? for AM. Dude, I went deep. I went deep. What? There was a Japanese and I Polish bonus track. <laughs> we never got it. But we're not going to talk about that. We're going to talk about the song, I Want to Be Yours, which, for those who don't know, is a reimagining of a poem by the poet John Cooper Clark by the same name. 
And it's just kind of this like lovely poem where uh, it was it was my intro for this episode. If you like your coffee hot, I'll be your coffee pot. It's just kind of like saying, I don't know, fucking whatever you want. I'll cater to you. I want to be yours. Want to be your vacuum cleaner. Breathing in your dust. Right. That's the grossest. I want to be your Ford Cartina. <laughs> I looked up this car. I will never rust. I looked up I this car and rust. I realized this is the kind of car I've been trying to explain to my stepdad <laughs> because oh, it's like one of my dream cars. That's such a I didn't fucking realize. Cool car. That's an Alex Turner car. <laughs> it's a cool car. Yeah, it's an Alex Turner. <laughs> right. I sent it to I sent it to my stepdad, and I was like, "This is the car I've been trying to explain to you because, like, imagine like you're driving behind it, the way that the windows are." It's like you see the you see the entire car. Like yeah. you see through it entirely. And like I don't know why that's like so like Hollywood movie star-esque, I guess. That like it's just like a dream of mine, I guess, that I just like want to own a car like that. And then like I looked up, I looked into it and stuff, and apparently the line that he says, like, I'll never rust, well. These are extremely capable of rusting. Oh. So it's kind of like, uh, haha, just kidding. Like, this is, they rust, okay? Yeah. So the. So you I, think he's being facetious in this yeah. line here? He's like, I, I will he's, never rust. Like, he's ah. like, I'm going to be the exception, wink. He's trying to be oh, a smart no. ass, okay? <laughs> um, like, with all these lines that are like kind of him, like, being a. Um, like basically begging to be like an object like mm. of the woman mm. um That's kind of an interesting point it's kind of like he'll do anything to be with this woman like including like picking up all of her broken pieces and the mess that she's trailed behind like i feel like that's kind of like the main point of this song and then also like in a way it kind of ties in like the rest of the album. Like it kind of ties in all of the parts of the album because um, like throughout it, like he has this image of himself that's like, he's like this bad boy that's like, yeah, I'll sleep around. Like I'll party, I'll do it all. Like I'll do everything that that entails. But then like at the end, like he's finally like, all right, I want this woman. I'll do anything to have this woman. <laughs> And if that means that I'm a coffee pot, all right. So be it. <laughs> yeah. Yes. <laughs> let, me, let me simp on Maine. I will be anything I will be for your you. Fucking coffee pot. Yeah. <laughs> I feel like he kind of just like runs himself dry though. Like mm. throughout the whole album, like he's just like doing whatever he can to like be with a woman or whatever. But then, like, at the end, he, like, finally is, like, this is what I'm going to do. Mm. Like, this is the point of the album is that I found someone and I will do what I gotta, you know? Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Well, we're sort of talking about Alex Turner being a simp. Um, <laughs> there's a line that, that word says... invented in 2013? No. Okay. No. But there he is was a, a simp before. <laughs> before it was cool. <laughs> Um, so I mentioned earlier that this song is based off of a poem, right? Yeah. And so the lines are, 
hold your hair in deep devotion. And then the background vocals go, how deep? The next line is, as at least as deep as the Pacific Ocean. It's a good rhyme. Here's the tea. Is the original poem, instead of Pacific, said Atlantic Ocean. Oh. Mm-hmm. So there are a couple theories as to why they might have swapped this. I'm pulling this from Genius.com. <laughs> the first reason is like at least as deep as the Pacific Ocean, like just from a strictly consonant perspective, like just sounds better, you mm-hmm. know, instead of at least as deep as the Atlantic Ocean. Like that's is there, less, is there less syllables? Pacific, Pacific Atlantic Ocean. It's I guess it sounds like... As deep as the Pacific Ocean. Like, it's beautiful. It does sound better. It's very, like, choppy the way he does it. Wait, what are the other oceans you could have picked? Indian? No. What are the other oceans? Uh, How many other oceans are there, Sarah? Atlantic, Pacific, (laughs) Indian. Antarctic? At least as deep as the Antarctic Ocean. That's not it. (laughs) The second theory for why it may have been swapped for Uh Pacific is because at the time, the Arctic monkeys were based in L.A., So there are a couple other like like, LA, California references. The third theory, which is my favorite, is that, and I'm quoting, while both the Atlantic and Pacific Oceans are on average around 13,000 feet deep, the Pacific Ocean has the deepest trench, the Mariana Trench, which plummets down. Okay. (laughs) Which plummets down to 36,000. Thousand feet below sea level. So I like to think in my heart of hearts that because Alex Turner knew that the Pacific Ocean (laughs) contained the Mariana Trench, he knew that it was deeper than any part of the original poem. Transformers 3. Exactly. Where they hide the Decepticons in the deepest part of the ocean. (laughs) And he was like, you know what? (laughs) I'm going to make this scientifically (laughs) accurate. The Atlantic Ocean ain't that deep, baby. If you want to go for real depth, we're going to the Pacific. Pacific. Fuck the original poem. I'm switching the lyrics. I'm playing my cards with Transformers too, man. I gotta go go with the Mariana Trench. I think with that, have we covered our bases? Do you guys have anything else you want to call out? Um, I just wanted to mention, like, the themes Yes. Throughout the album. Like every song, except for I'm pretty sure Mad Sounds, is about a woman. Yes, <laughs> literally. Could um, be about a woman. Could be. That's what I thought originally. Hey. Sarah is hey, looking at me okay, with one eye wink. Let eye-winks. me be honest. <laughs> let me be honest. And I didn't mean that disrespectfully. I'm just saying it could be. And it's in the realm of possibilities. Okay. I'm winking because I'm like, I think this is about a woman. (laughs) I thought, like, before I did all this research, just, like, knowing the song, I thought it was about a woman. But then doing research, I was like, I don't know. I think Mm. it's simply about music. That they wanted that little break, you know? I don't know. I don't know. That's just my little theory. Arabella is... The love is, of is song. Party, is number one party anthem about a woman? Yes. Yeah. It's about him being in a strip club. Oh. Yeah. <laughs> I think. I think. It's I don't not know. about the Miley Cyrus song party anthem in the USA? No. <laughs> 
No. Different island, different island. <laughs> okay. No. Okay, continuing with the themes, though. Um, it's definitely just about his relations with women and all that entails, including, like, the lust, obviously. Mm-hmm. Lots the, of lust. The rush of sneaking around and the one-night stands and, like, the heartache of uncertainty. And that's, like, where all the emotion is driven from. Because it seems like whenever he's talking about like the sexual parts of it it's like well yeah this is like cool like this is fun but then when he's talking about like his emotions it's like whoa he's it's like, like he, it's like wait i got caught up in this woman you know <laughs> it's like wait <laughs> or, like i'm trying to get this woman you know yeah. so yeah there's a lot to be uncovered there for sure but yeah that's kind of what i thought like the themes were it was mainly about different women or maybe who knows a woman that was just like portrayed in a different way, kind of in every in every song. It was like a different story. Mm-hmm. I have another fun point to make about the whole album. Uh, do you got? Did you guys know what AM stands for? Arctic Monkeys. That's that was also my assumption. So that's one theory. And he talks about it because the Velvet Underground had an album called VU, and he talks about stealing it. But there's another possible. Uh, uh, there's another possible thing that it could stand for and it's amplitude modulation okay fucking nerdy which i had to look up (laughs) and it's really sciencey and i didn't understand most of it but i understood a little bit of it um and when you look up when you google amplitude modulation you get waves going up (gasps) and then small and then going up this Zach, which, you brilliant which, genius. Um, has to do with a lot of the, of how radio waves work. <gasps> Amplitude modulation is a way you can measure radio waves, which are waves that emit into space. Yeah, which he talks about space, space a lot. Oh, yeah. <laughs> Zach. Oh, so wow. this is also an album about women and his relationship with those emotions, but also music, <laughs> wow. music, and space. And air- and making music and, and he tied that all all the shit together and it took drunk sack a minute to put all those pieces together Whoa. <laughs> that's amazing right? that is amazing when i read all that i was like i knew this was a good album i just didn't know why Damn. <laughs> that like literally pulls together the entire album it does so good that's so good let's give this bitch a bruce yeah. yeah let's do it i have an idea Horniest album in space. <laughs> oh, that's good. Mine does not top that. I was going to say the Rubruski for number one party anthem. <laughs> that's really good, too. That's really good. Mine mine was just most likely to make a woman buy knee socks and cigarettes. <laughs> Damn it. I don't know. I feel like we didn't pull all those, those together. Rubushkis. Zach, can you remind me what yours was? Horniest album in space. That's so good. <laughs> is good. Oh. Yours is good too, Gazi. Damn it. We never have this problem. <laughs> we never have so many good Rubruskis. All right. Alex Turner and Arctic Monkeys, please collect your Rubruski. For the most likely to make a woman buy knee socks and cigarettes. Yay! Woo! 
Thank you so much for listening. We are Album Rebrews in 2022, and we will continue being Album Rebrews for the rest of this new year. If you want to check us out on Twitter and Instagram, we are at Album Rebrews. If you want to take a look at our little cutie little baby little website, it is www.albumrebrews.com. <laughs> Thank you. I love that. Uh, a giant phenomenal thank you to Cameron Brop. Shout out, Cameron. Yeah. Cameron, can we get a shout out for the folks at home? Hey, Cameron's in the room with us tonight. <laughs> he is our phenomenal editor. Does a great job editing the show. And he also wrote the theme song, that which you heard an hour ago and about to hear again. Uh, a giant <laughs> thank you to Cassie for coming on and Yay. picking uh, yeah. My favorite album of 2022. Um, it's the only one! <laughs> <laughs> uh, thank you guys so much for listening. If you like the show, consider uh, telling your friends about it. We don't pay to advertise the show at all. And uh, we're really happy to see our numbers keep growing. So keep on telling yes. folks about us. I just wanted to say a quick thing. Thank you for having me. It's been yeah. such a yeah. pleasure. And also thank you to Arctic Monkeys and Alex Turner. Yeah. That's all I got to say. <laughs> <laughs> okay, so we're at the point in the show. We're about to finish up. And Cassie, we'll need you to do this as well. We like to get really close to the mic and very tenderly ASMR style. We'll say goodbye to the people listening at home, all right? Okay. All right. Goodbye. Good night. Have a good night. Sweet dreams.